Hello, a little word of warning. This podcast contains swears and use of explicit sexual language. Therefore, it is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18 or anyone who thinks a stripper is used for wallpaper. I'm ahead of the game. Welcome back to the Smut Drop Podcast. This is your weekly roundup to the more eccentric side of sex and relationships from metro.co.uk. I'm Miranda Kane, and on this week's show, I'll be looking at positions that will get your bonfire night off with a bang and chatting about the new Swingers app with its founder, Milo. If you like what you hear, then please rate, review, or at least subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you're ready, because I'm about to put everything on display. Hello, listener. It's autumn, the nights are drawing in, the clocks have gone back, and we're between Halloween and bonfire night, which means it's time to give you a few ideas as to how you can get your evenings off to a bang. That's right, I've scraped the bottom of the metro barrel for some fireworks-themed sex positions. (laughs) You're welcome. Oh my God. Okay, did actually manage to find an article in the Metro Archives where someone got some very unique positions from Cam and Climax's expert Cam Girls. First of all, we have the full display. Oh, gentle listener, not a beginner move. I can tell you that just by looking at the picture. So basically, one person has to do the crab, you know, the crab, where you lie on your back, you put your feet, your legs and your feet behind you, uh, and then you sit, you know, you sort of lift your back up. And then the other person sits on top but like like fully like all their weight is on the poor person doing the crab so their feet is on your face and everything I am already exhausted but (laughs) I am told it is a total blinder for your core muscles Uh, then there's the rocket launcher so one person lies on the bed so you lie on the bed on your tummy and your partner goes behind you between your legs and obviously things start to happen and then they have to raise you up so so it's like you're doing one of those lifts off strictly uh, and I'll be honest with you that both of these positions look like they're for people who have never missed a leg day and I'm I'm more of a chicken wing day if you're more of a humble amateur then my personal recommendation is the Roman candle okay So uh, this is a blowjob. So you put your head over their penis, obviously, and then you get a nice lubed up hand stroking the shaft. And then when they're super turned on, and this is where the fireworks come out, stick a lubed up finger up their bum. Hey, there it is. Uh, But obviously, like anyone setting fireworks off, make sure you have permission from the landowner first. If you're worried that a lot of these sound like rocket science, then I suggest hunting down the article on metro.co.uk. I have seen the pictures and (laughs) you might need to. But I'll tell you who won't be having any problems launching his way into your hearts. It's this week's guest. It's Milo. Hello, Milo. How are we? Oh, my God. I'm really well, thank you. You are looking bright and sparky. I feel like I'm interviewing a Love Island contestant. No, no, no. That's not the case. (laughs) That's not the case. Unfortunately not. I'd probably make a great guest. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Whereabouts are you? Give us, set us the scene. 
so I am in Hertfordshire currently. I'm working from home at the moment. Obviously, as you know, we're launching velru.com. Yeah, I mean, looking forward to getting things off the ground. As you know, it is a swinging and open relationship site that allows people to host their own private, you know, adult parties, if you like. Um, and yeah, looking forward to it. Now, this is right up my straza. I am loving the idea of this. Of course, I've I done my research. <laughs> Thank you. I am expecting my first invitation at the post. Thank you. Definitely. <laughs> Tell me about where, because you're you're a young'un. You're 22. I am 22. So how it all started is, I'll go, I'll go back to uh, to the start. So I had been visiting a friend of mine in London. This is probably late last year now. So yeah, yeah, late last year. I had been visiting a friend and the weather was dreadful. I was on my way back to Hertfordshire to go to the gym that I go to has a spa. So mm. I was going to go to the spa. Um, the traffic was saying it was going to be an hour and a half till I was back home. So I thought, you know what? I'm in London. It was about half two in the afternoon. Let me see if there's one local to me. So I then ended oh. up in a swingers club <laughs> by accident. <laughs> Best thing that ever happened because here we are, um, you know, and I've launched the business out of it. So I can't complain. But what happened is, obviously, I went in. It was very, you know, I, I was quickly made made aware that it was a swingers club. Um, everyone was walking around naked, but great people, great people. So, you know, I was was in there for a few hours. I got speaking to to a lot of people, and <laughs> oh, yeah, speaking to a lot of people. Yeah, sp- speaking, speaking, if you like. But do you know what it is? I think these people need to be celebrated because. The world we're living in at the moment, 95% of people are living a lie. A lot of people know exactly who they are and what they want, but they're scared about what society will think about them. Now, when I was there that afternoon, what I saw, which, you know, I won't say the club, um, you know, they probably wouldn't mind. It would be a bit of free advertisement. <laughs> but what what I saw was a group of people who, you know, do what they like in in, you know, a safe environment and are happy people. And if you look at the people who kind of speak negatively about people who swing or are in open relationships, I, I think you'd actually find a lot of them are jealous or want to do it, but haven't got round to not haven't got round to doing it. Because I think if you if you want to, you would. But um I think, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are quick to turn their nose up, but I think if they got involved, their their life would be very different, shall we just say. There's a lot of judgment, I think. There's a lot of judgment and it's a shame. Yeah. Uh, There was a survey done a couple of years ago and it said that uh, out of 2,000 people that they surveyed, one fifth of them wanted to or were swingers or were were polyamorous or were, you know, in some way had an open relationship. And I think it's one of those things we've spoken to so many people about polyamory and about ethical non-monogamy and and everything that open relationships encompass. And they've always been really interesting, really passionate about what they're talking about and, and and really normal but we have this idea these yeah. stereotypes and and we we tend to see it on media where they're just stigmatized so much so yeah. it's, it's so great to see a young person getting involved and going right let's let's do this let's get this up to date do an app yeah what what it was for me is you know I've always been somebody I, I love projects so I came away from that the, the club mm. and a couple of days later I was thinking right so you've got tinder you've got all of these other dating apps these people must you know have have a place they meet online and it was you know very quickly I realized that they were massively underserved you know mm. there's not been really any 
technology development in that space for over 20 years. Yes, you've got, you know, the, the newer kind of apps like Field. What I'm trying to build is it's for swinging, it's for the poly community. Everyone can join up and, you know, come and play in a, in a safe space. So I think it's definitely important what you just said. Now, you look at people like Carol Vorderman, who went on, you know, live television saying she's got a number of special friends. People need to, and this is, you know, somebody who's in the public eye, people need to really start normalizing a, a lot of these things. And I think we're seeing a, a great change in things with Gen Z removing a lot of stigmas because a lot of people are swinging and they are going to these sex clubs. And there's people as young as 21, my age, 22, you know, young professionals who have got very, you know, high paying jobs in the city. There's this massive stereotype that swinging are old men sitting around pools. That's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I've got you on video cam. It's like, hooray, it's not the case. Um, so what is the most, when you were coming up with the idea for Valru and you were programming, what was the most important thing on your mind that you wanted to, to make was clear on there for people using it? I think if you look at a lot of the dating apps, they've done a great job, but none of them are any different to each other mm. realistically you know they all do the same thing I think everybody now unless you are kind of like my grandparents age even to check out uh, online shopping you know the websites they look amazing the apps Ocado, they're all high tech and mm. when you look at the dating apps really what they're missing is people being able to not just swipe left and swipe right. Mm. There's a few sites abroad that have done it, but nothing to what I, I I wish to do. And that is you can do everything what a normal dating app does, but you are able to so say you're a couple, you're a Friday night and you are looking for somebody to have a threesome with. You mm. can post as a couple, you know, you've got your profile. Here's exactly what we're looking for and let people hook up and do what they need to do. People shouldn't have to be going to, you know, sex clubs every weekend. It costs a lot of money or going to, to swingers clubs all the time. Mm. But I think if people can host their own sex parties, host their own threesomes, you know, and it doesn't just, it's not all about the sexual part. It's about, you know, the social side of things. I think a lot of people in these communities are great people, sociable people who, you know, have, have got a lot to say and really are misunderstood by a lot of people because we actually done a PR stunt last week, mm. which will be, you know, you, you'll, you'll see um, in, in some of the newspapers and stuff. But we stopped about 80 people on that day. And I would say 40 of them either had a positive opinion about it or, do you know what, let people do what they want to do. Yeah. And that's exactly the attitude people should have because who are we to say how people want to live their life? Yeah. What has been the reaction when you've spoken to your friends and family and you said, this is what I'm going to do? What have they said? Look, it's one of them things. There's, there is, you know, it, it is a grey area. People don't like to to talk about it. And this, I think, is an important thing that we talk about for anybody who is listening. I think anybody who is, who is 100% honest, anybody who I've asked, what are the two things you, you, you think about most? And that is money and sex. Mm. And anybody who says that that's not the case is lying because 95% of people are thinking about them, them two things most of the time. But why is no one talking about it? That is the massive problem. You know, for businesses like myself, we can't advertise on, you know, we can't do Facebook ads. We can't do Instagram ads. We're very limited to what we can do. But why? Mm. Because sex is something 
it's the the most natural thing in the world and everyone's so scared to talk about mm. it. Milo, is that a long way of saying you haven't told your mum? Oh, my mum knows, everyone knows. <laughs> my whole family knows and everyone's involved. You know, we, we're currently in the process of um, raising money, which I hope will, you know, be as soon as possible. But my mum works in the NHS at the, at the moment and her plan is to come and work for the startup by December. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, from, from the really? NHS to the sex industry. But... Um, yeah, everyone knows. And it's not just about business. I want to create something that I can, I can look back and go on a Friday night, look at all of these things going on for something that I've built for something that I've built. And I think we're seeing a real shift in how people do things. Everything is going online. And I think this is the time for this community to have one hub where they chat, date and do their bits Mm. all under one roof. A, do you have any worries about safety? So safety is, of course, a massive concern on any type of online, you know, how you connect people online, dating, whatever. But at the moment, we are limited to what we can do because we need staff to verify people. As you know, you know, Tinder didn't do mm-hmm. any verifications, I believe, for the first two years. So, you know, mm-hmm. I hope to get the the facial recognition stuff implemented within the next six to eight weeks. At the moment, when we launch, you know, we're, we're actually the first app that is giving unlimited video calling straight away. So whether you're a free member wow. or paid, that might change yeah. down the line, depending on usage. But for the moment, you, you know, you don't have to pay ten ninety nine a month. You get all of all of the access. You can video call people for free. So what we're encouraging people to do is if the person's real video call them before you before you go and meet. So. You know, there's a lot of catfishes online. That's something that you actually can't prevent. But safety is a massive concern. Of course it is. So that's why we hope to get the funding as soon as possible. Even without that, I'll probably be be pulling some money from my own pocket and, and up in security measures to make sure everyone's safe. There is something quite nice about the Swinger community in that they are very self-policing. Definitely. You know, the people that I know it and from... Um... From events that that obviously friends have gone to, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they tend to be quite, um, you know, friendly to the people who want to be there and who are open and honest about themselves. Do you know what? They're very particular people. They are. And again, massive misconception that they want to sleep with everyone. It's just not the case. They are very particular about who they sleep with and, you know, who they speak with. I mean, if you go on some of the other sites, you can see... Some of these people's bios, couples' bios, are whole page essays. Mm. This is what we do. This is what we want. Don't message us if you're going to do this. Blah blah. So, you know, they are very self policing, and I hope that with with what I've seen on a lot of the other sites and people from speaking to the community, there's not a lot of safety on on a lot of the other sites. And these are sites that have been around for 15 years, have large user bases. And, you know, the owners probably make a fair few quid off the site. And it's just, there's nothing really, it's kind of do what you want on here, but there's no real policing going on. So what I hope to get integrated into the platform down the line is security software that kind of say X, Y, and Z scenario happens. It kind of shuts it down before the user's allowed to send a message. Also, a lot of dating sites, you you know, you've got people who are asking people to send money and stuff like that. So it would kind of detect any of them kind of conversations and um, and block them out. So, yeah, 
security. I, I don't want empty profiles on Velroo. To sign up, you need to you need to upload free photos minimum. I don't want bare profiles. I'd rather have a quality user base than say, like all the other dating apps who say we've got sixty million members, mm. but are they 60 million members? Because of all the testing I've done over the past six months building this site, I've probably signed up to 50. And all of them have been a picture of a cat or a dog <laughs> that I've got part. But so it's bare profiles, right? So I think I think quality over quantity is something that 100%. we need to see more in any kind of relationship and dating apps. It's, yeah. you know, the bubble is bursting now. People are getting a lot weary of things like that. Um. But what about when you're in the sex club itself or when you're in the, the swingers club? Tell me about etiquette, because I think we're going to have a lot of people who we always have. Like I um, so when I run events and these are just for club nights, but people are just yeah. like it's just stepping through the door. I just don't know what to expect when you step through the door. What can you say to to assuage our listeners and, and give them a hand? Of course. So I think. If you're heading to any type of lifestyle club for the first time, whether you're going as a couple or, you know, a single person, it's what are you looking for when you go there? So I think if you're heading there looking for sex, it might not happen. It's not it's not one big, massive orgy. So it's what are you going there for? What do you want to come away with? And I think if you go there with the intention to meet people, have a conversation like you would at any bar. You don't go to a bar and think, Christ, yeah, I'm going to sleep with 15 people tonight because you go there to have a good time, have a drink and, you know, enjoy the night, meet people. Mm. So I think if you go there with that attitude, you'll have a great night. And what whatever happens after that is a bonus. Mm. Um, so, yeah, anybody looking to, to get into the lifestyle, and I say the lifestyle because that's what it's being called now, you know, and as it should be, it's a way people choose to live their life. Let them do it. And yeah, I think we're, we're going to see a massive shift over the net. Well, certainly in the last two years, swinging is in the news. Open relationships are in the news every single day on loads of outlets. I think over the next three to five years, way more people are going to be doing it. It's becoming more socially acceptable. And I hope that plans that I have with this within five years, we will be the largest mm. and I think you're going to start to see a, a real shift in how people date and choose to live their life because I love steak, right? But sometimes I like pasta. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't li- limit ourselves to one partner if we don't want to. If that if that suits you, that's fine. But, you know, there's 7 billion people on this earth that we can explore outside, you know, in the bedroom with. Mm-hmm. You don't have to just stay with one person. So I think, yeah, anybody who's looking to, you know, open up their relationship or start swinging – get into it and see if it works for you because it doesn't work for everyone. It's, I mean, the people that tend to, that I tend to find say, oh, it doesn't work for me, it doesn't work for me, are the single lone males, the ones that Definitely. walk in there and go, why isn't anyone biting my trousers off? What kind of advice do you have <laughs> for them? <laughs> I, I think, look, there's a lot of creepy guys out there, right? I, I'm not one, thankfully, you know. How do you prove that? How do you walk in there and prove that, though? I, I think it's all confidence. I think people spot from a mile off somebody who is slightly strange or, you know, is a bit of a pest. No one likes to be around a pest, and especially in that kind of environment. So mm. I think for anybody going to, especially single males, single females have it easy because, as you know, they go in and they've got a pick of the bunch. The males are slightly less fortunate, of course. But I think if you go in there, you're not a creep. You know, you're going in there to meet new people. As I said, just get to know people, have fun, see what it's all about. I think I think you'll be fine, but don't go in there 
and just be following people around. And you know, women don't like that. Women don't like that. I get it's like you said, like get rid of the expectation. If you go in there, a hundred percent feeling confident, like you want, and you want to meet people rather than you just want to, you know, just get down and pound. It's about talking rather than just following and being creepy. Yeah, of course, it's all expectations. I think a lot of, well, especially this today's day and age, everyone's got such high expectations, and we're all guilty of it. I am myself, but I think if you go through life with slightly lower expectations that's when the best things happen actually you know for Mm. me if I wouldn't have gone into that I could have walked straight out of that club but I thought you know what I'm in here now and what a great group of people so I'm sitting here eight months later I've been building this thing for six months and you know if I wouldn't have gone in there or gone in there expecting to see certain things I, I wouldn't be here so you know, people need to lower their expectations and just have fun. Yeah, yeah. One of the great things that I, when it comes back to this community, one of the great things that I have read is you can go to a swingers club and you can, you know, when you're talking to the community, don't be the one that keeps asking where the private parties are at. Like, yeah. you're not going to be invited to the private party if you keep asking where the private party is. Of course. <laughs> I think people who go on these sites and expect to... Again, it's all about your expectations. I see an account that that joined four days ago, and this guy's put fifty statuses up in the in the past. You know, four days. Where's the women? You know, who wants to meet? Who wants to shag? It doesn't work like that. And people spot this stuff from a mile off. People have a lot of options, especially when you are breaking down that barrier, being on a site like Mm. a swinger site or or an open relationship site, because. All the other dating apps, it's a tricky one because you don't know if the person you're speaking to is looking to be married or they just want a quick, you know, one night stand. It's very difficult to to judge. So all of these people who are going with these high expectations, going onto a swinger site, you know, this is shit because you've messaged 500 women and no one's got back to you. It's because you're being a creep. Don't be a creep. (laughs) Don't put up a picture of your cat. Don't put up a picture of your feet. Um, be yourself, upload a picture of yourself and 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 have some fun, you know? <laughs> There's the Metro article. There it is. There's the how to go exactly to Exactly that. <laughs> That's exactly it. Brilliant. I love that. I really love the idea of this. I really love anything that's about um you know opening relationships and non-monogamy polyamory anything like that that's bringing it up to speed and making sure that it's not a field full of creeps so pro-choice i believe in being pro-choice you know if you want to be vegan be vegan if you're non-binary trans gay it really doesn't matter everybody has their own choice no one should be judged let people go through life doing what they want to do because ultimately if you can't do what you want to do what what are we all doing here there's, there's no point in life, really, is there? Yeah, I love that. I love that positivity. Speaking of what people are going to do, what's your mum going to be doing? Uh, so my mum will be taking care of admin. Um, I I don't <laughs> want her to be verifying all of the naked pictures that come through the site. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, but it, it, it's a tricky one at the moment. I'm kind of the marketer. I'm the support agent. I'm t- going to be juggling a lot of things, but this is what you know yeah. comes with with starting a, a an, an, on, an online business. But my mum will be bootstrapping it with me, and I have massive plans for Velru, and I hope that she's on the journey with me. 
um, it, it's, it's going to be a hell of a ride and I can't wait. Brilliant. Neither can I. I absolutely wish you all the best, Milo. That sounds fantastic and I'm really looking forward to I'm really looking forward to downloading it. My friends down, my friends will download it. My friends, I mean, my friends will download it. When people want to find it, where can they find Velru? So velru.com, so that's V-E-L-R-O-O.com. We're not on social media, but hence hint for to the reason which I explained earlier, there's not really much point because the accounts get shut down. Um, hopefully you'll be seeing us in the news. You know, t- tell a friend if you're part of the lifestyle. A great thing about a podcast like this is anybody who is listening is here because they're interested. Yeah. So, you know, come over to the site. You can always send us an email um, if there's anything that you suggest or you have any concerns. And we look forward to seeing you all there. Lovely. Are you going to be partaking? I will be. I will be. <laughs> Listeners, it's worth it to find Milo. I, I promise you. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time. My thanks to Milo from Velru there. Do you know what? I thought that was that was really interesting. And I really like it when someone from a tech company has got their own personal stories and their own reason for wanting to do this. And I think Milo is really interested in getting the community together and being able to provide spaces for people to enjoy their, their passions and their desires. Like it's so easy in this day and age for people to say all right well there's a hole in the market let's just let's just try and fill it with a dating app or something (laughs) I know I said hole uh but it's so much more personable when you've got your own stories so that you can you can relate that to other people and you can be relatable and you can say look I've been there I know what it's like so you know this this is for you as Milo said, Valru is out now. And if you do try it, if you end up at Saucy Swingers Club, then let me know. It's that time of the podcast where I get my hands mucky, rifling around the fun bags for your dirty deeds. Now, in honour of our guest this week, I went searching in the archives for tales of threesomes, foursomes and moursomes. What have been your most embarrassing moments when it comes to swinging? So on Twitter, Blue202, they said they hosted a private party with a few select friends and halfway through the doorbell went because one of them got hungry and didn't trust the buffet. <laughs> Deliveroo. Uh, Jimmy Flynn, he said on Instagram, despite sucking cock for well over a decade, it took a sex party in a dark room to discover just how painful getting a money shot in the eye was. Oh, yeah. No, that is that is not fun whatsoever. Oh, and Jenny, she slid into my Instagrams and she said, my most embarrassing thing is that I haven't done any of it. Don't worry, Jenny. Oh, I hope you feel inspired. There is nothing to fear but fear itself and maybe the creepy guys. But, you know, you can still go do a meetup beforehand. And I got an anonymous email here and they say that I've been a member of swingers clubs up and down the country for over a decade. One of the things people don't see is the community. I've made some of my best mates from having a chat at the bar whilst I regain my stamina. 
Oh, look at this for a timely email. This is what we were just talking about. Uh, they go on to say, I've just celebrated my 50th birthday. 50, well done you. And had to have two different parties. <laughs> one with the family and work colleagues and one with friends and swinger pals. I wasn't worried about the two worlds colliding because my friends are often asking about it. We ended up having it at a hotel. I assume they mean their birthday party. <laughs> we ended up having their birthday party at a hotel and I finished my day with several happy endings. Oh, wise words to finish with. They say, if you want to do it, go for it, but don't lurk in the corner. Go and enjoy everyone's company with or without their clothes on. Oh, isn't that... I love this. I love hearing about the community when it comes to sex and swingers. Go for it. Tell me more. In fact, do keep them coming. Tell me your sexy stories, your saucy encounters. And if you want to be a guest and chat about your own expert topic get in touch. You can slide into my DMs. Just look out for Miranda Kane on Twitter, TikTok and Instagram or email smutdrop at metro.co.uk. I've been Miranda Kane. Smut Drop was produced by Pineapple Audio Production for metro.co.uk. If you're enjoying being tied up by our leather straps of hilarity, make sure to leave me a nice review. In the meantime, I'm going to be back to prick up your ears next week. And remember, don't do anything I wouldn't do, but if you do, name it after me. (laughs) 